Hello, today is day 88 of the Daily New Testament, uh, first quarter, and we're going over Hebrews 9. The uh, author talks about how wonderful our new covenant and relationship is with God, and how before you had to go to a, a priest to offer sacrifices, but now you had uh, unlimited access to God. And though before there was beautiful things about those ceremonies and there was comfort and, you know, it's not that they were necessarily bad. Um, and having special ceremonies nowadays is, is great too. But uh, that you don't have to wait for those ceremonies. You don't have to wait for someone else to handle anything. Um, you just go to him directly and he's able to wash all that sin away and you're able to have a relationship with Jesus one-on-one, um, face-to-face. Or uh, I think in another translation, it says mouth-to-mouth. Uh, a pretty intimate relationship with God. So with that, I want to go ahead and start on Hebrews 9. Now, even the first covenant had regulations for worship, an earthly place of holiness. For a tent was prepared, the first section in which were the lampstand and the table and the bread of the presence. It is called a holy place. Behind the second curtain was a second section called the most holy place, having a golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant covered on all sides with gold, in which was a golden urn holding the manna, and Aaron's staff that had budded, and the tablets of the covenant. Above it were a cherubim of gold of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail, these preparations having thus been made. The priests go regularly into the first section, performing the ritual duties, but in the second only the high priest can go. And he only gets to do it once a year and not without taking blood, which he offers for himself and for the unintentional sins of the people. But the Holy Spirit indicates that the way into the holy place is not yet open as long as the first section is still standing, which is symbolic for the present age. According to this arrangement, gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the conscience of the worshiper, but deal only with food and drink and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until the time of reformation. But when Christ appeared as the high priest of the good things that have come, Then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, not of this creation, he entered once and for all into the holy place, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, securing an eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls sprinkled of a defiled person with the ashes of the heifer sanctified for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without the blemish 
to God. Uh, purify our conscience from the dead works to serve the living God. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promises, uh, the promised eternal inheritance. Since a death has occurred that redeems them from both their transgressions committed under the first law, and for when for oh, wait a minute, sorry. For where a will is involved, the death of the one who made it must be established. A will takes effect only at death, since it is not at force as long as the person who made it is alive. Therefore, not even the first covenant was inaugurated without blood. For when every commandment of the law had been declared by Moses to all the people, he took the blood of the calves and the goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant with that God commanded for you. And in the same way he sprinkled with blood both the tent and the vessels used in worship. Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Thus, it was necessary for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with these rites, for the heavenly things themselves with much better sacrifices than these. For Christ has entered not into a holy place, made with hands, which are a copy of true things, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Nor was it to offer himself repeatedly as the high priest enters the holy place every year with blood not his own. For then he would have to suffer repeatedly since the foundation of the world. That as it is, he appeared once and for all at the end of all ages to put away sin by sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ, having offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting him. Father, thank you so much for the sacrifice of your son. And Jesus, thank you so much for being willing to to go through all that. And it, even if we try to go and understand how you work, which is impossible, but thinking about how you exist outside of time, and learning things about, like, time travel and stuff through different, um, you know, things like the Marvel comics. Uh, it it kind of teaches that when you are outside of time, you are kind of stuck in those moments uh well, your past, present, and future all at once. Um, and I think 
there's even a teaching on like how the speed of light there it it's it even goes outside of time and is kind of all at once the the same um I'm kind of getting muddled here, but basically what I'm I'm trying to say is from my understanding of all of that and thinking about you going to the cross, you did it once, yes, but because of who you are, it's like you're simultaneously on the cross at all time and off the cross at all time because of what you've done for us and I mean to think about that it's just wow you, and you knowing the things that I would do or am capable of doing and still willingly do it for me and for for everyone else even people I don't like you did it for them I mean it's just it truly is amazing uh, Jesus, and so I, I thank you for that, and I ask that you give us hearts to just be humbled and to be in awe of your love for us and of your design, Father, for for this world we live in and and for how you set up your laws and how things are perfect and and they have justice involved in all of it and that you fulfilled it not by taking it out on someone else like we would do in in our worldly ways but you fulfilled it in and of yourself for us which there really is no words to to describe that that's why you are the only true most powerful high God. Um, and it's it's just amazing that not only do you save us, but you made us co-heirs and, and sons of you through Christ. And we get to participate in your kingdom. I mean, at, it's, it's too good to be true. But it is true. So help us, Holy Spirit, to to truly believe it, and for our not just our minds to kind of understand and, and believe it, but for our our hearts and our spirits and our souls as well to to grab hold of of all of these truths and just fall head over and heel head over heels in love with you uh, over and over again. Because you, you deserve it. You, you definitely deserve it. So we ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.